Hi, welcome to another edition of Bringing Hope to Alzheimer's. I'm Ann Frazier, and again, as I promised you, we are in round two here with Kristen Christian. Glad and to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. We had talked last time about her company, Be Organized, but today we're gonna delve into a different part of your story. Mm -hmm. And so you have, as I did, you have a family member that has Alzheimer's currently. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, so my mom, Judy, has Alzheimer's and we have been battling this for a good 10 years. Her dad had Alzheimer's. And as I mentioned in the session before that they moved here. They moved here actually about 14 years ago. And once she came here and I was around her more consistently, we were seeing just some changes in her personality. But it took us quite a while until we got to the point where we were digging and, and looking for a diagnosis. So it's been about 10 years since she's had the diagnosis. Uh -huh. She is now in memory care, kind of in the final stages. And I have had the distinct honor of being one of her number one people by her side walking through this, being a big support for my dad, my brother and I, it's just the two of us. And so we're very in sync, very close, but it's been a, as you know, a brutal, brutal walk. Right. Your dad is amazing. He is. He's pretty he's amazing. <laughs> and you guys have had to, to move your mom and you were, you know, looking for the right place for her. And you recently told me a story about your mom. Mm -hmm. And because a lot of times when, when people are suffering with dementia or Alzheimer's, they have a hard time. They can't tell you what's wrong. Mm -hmm. All you know is something's wrong because it could be their behavior or their lack of interest in life anymore, those types of things. Tell me that story that you told me about your mom. Well, I've told you lots of stories, so I want yeah. to make sure I know the right one. But she, she, and I, it's, I struggle when I talk about her, and I don't know if you've got this, but I sometimes talk about her in past tense, and I don't like that because she's still here. Right. She's very much still here. Yes. Yesterday I was with her, and I happened to move something that she wanted just the way it was. <laughs> she told me. She let you know. Right? And so she's very much still here, but the, she's a different, um, little bit different. But right. she was very, very in tune to the fact that she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. I think a little bit of that came from the fact that her dad did, and she walked that walk with him. But she almost spiraled into becoming obsessed with that. It was almost a divot that she jumped into. So she was so into educating herself about the disease, which was pretty awesome, though, because I hear so many people stick their head in the sand and don't want to acknowledge it. She was almost the opposite. It was kind of all consuming, which was a blessing and a curse. But what beauty came out of that is all of us got educated on how to deal with somebody who has Alzheimer's, how to lovingly walk this path with them. And, you know, some of us came farther and faster in the process. My dad really struggled because he wanted my mom to be who she was before. And so because my mom was an avid reader and a lifelong just student of life, that, that was her go-to to go and just voraciously read and research on something. So in her doing that, it educated all of us because she would give us things to read and, and listen to. And that was really helpful. I appreciate and, uh, and respect how she handled this. It was kind of like, you know what, then game on, I'm gonna do this. And she went into several different trials 
um, with medications and treatments because she knew that she wanted to be a part of the solution, the answer. That's awesome. That's awesome. So she was um, in a community that just wasn't, it wasn't for her and she moved to another community and her whole personality just kind of got brighter. It really, really did. I mean, I think, yes, you've got to look at the individual and what kind of environment works for them. Um, my mom is a force. She was a force and lots of big personality and she needed stimulation and she just wasn't getting what we needed in, in one area. And so we moved her and it is, it has, it's brought her back to life and she's changed and her, her disease has progressed and yet she is so at peace. I was just with her yesterday and her new thing is she just hums and hums and hums. And I take that as she's happy and she's at peace. Yeah. And that looks different. I think that's partly what us as loved ones have to realize is it's going to change that happiness, that at peace, what their needs are, what we're going to get from them. It changes every time. And so you just need to pivot accordingly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do you or your brother ever worry? Yeah. Yeah, we do. It is something I think that just kind of sits on your shoulders. Right. Right. As, okay, I'm going to hold my breath. When is that going to come? Or, right. you know, if I lose the car keys, is that, is that Alzheimer's? Or right. is it just, I'm 50 something and life is crazy and right. menopause, right. as I know you've talked about. Um, you know, you could kind of let yourself go a little nutty. For sure. On that, 100%. I turn to my faith a lot and mm-hmm. not fear. Mm-hmm. But I can't belabor it either. Right. And now we know that there is hope. Uh-huh. Right. And we know that there's things we can do for me. You know, obviously I, I have lived it, but I would think prior to like, like even my brother and sister who don't want to know if they have the gene, I, I think there's hope for them now too. When you have a lineage where you have a, a grandparent and then a parent and you can kind of look through and be like, oh gosh, is that going to be my Right. Um, deal too. Right. So, but there is hope now, which is, which was, is awesome. And it's, it's, it's finding it early and taking mm-hmm. care of your brain health mm-hmm. early. I love that about your message and your mission is there's simple things that you can do to change p- the potential cards that you're holding. Correct. And that, that is not the message I've always heard. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yes, I think and I love, I was listening to one of your podcasts around, it's all around exercise, eating, and sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that, you can say that for so many things in life, of right? Course. I yeah. mean, that's not just the solution. It it's so many things. Yeah, setting off Alzheimer's. So it, it resonates with me. It's so logical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What is your favorite memory of your mom? She was just so... She was my biggest fan. I mean, she really thinks I am the cat's meow. You walk on water. I walk on water. And that, to me, is, I think, one of the biggest gifts because um, I have never questioned for a second that I'm loved and appreciated and, and just cherished. That That's a really cool gift she gave me. As far as a memory, she loved her grandchildren. She loved family. Like... Just enough was never enough, almost. Like, she loved being together. And so um, just normal moments with her now have crystallized to be so 
precious and real. Just her coming over when I had little ones and she would just come over and fold the laundry and just be there and help me feel supported and loved and um, and all her phone calls. I, it, I, it never failed. I mean, we talked all the time, but every time I'd call her, she'd go, well, I was just thinking about you. You know, I think we have a telepathy between each other. Oh. <laughs> she just, she just um, would drop anything and everything if I called and was around and mm -hmm. She she is awesome. Yes, I love that. And it's interesting when you brought up the point that you sometimes talk to her about her in past tense because with Alzheimer's, you're kind of losing that person a little bit every day, so to speak. You know, you have good days and bad days, but mm -hmm. it's kind of, you. it's almost like you're preparing your heart. 100%. My brother and I call it death by plastic fork. Mm. Like plastic fork stabbings because it's just, it's the, as they say, the longest goodbye. And yeah. every time you're with her, you're going to see something different or there's going to be more decline. And it's, yeah, you get broken, a heart broken over and over and over. Over and over. But I, I have learned to just, you know, the old, the glass is half empty or half full and to really appreciate and be present and appreciate the moments that I have with her. Yesterday, she wasn't real interested in talking or connecting. She had her eyes shut a lot of the time. She was humming, but I was there and I was touching her and I know she knew I was there and that was enough. Right, because the last thing that goes is, is that empathy. They may not know who you are at some point, but they know that you're someone that loves them and that they love mm -hmm. you and that's that's what's super cool about people who are dealing with dementia and alzheimer's they still need those people around them mm -hmm. and for some people they're like it's just too hard to see them it's just too hard to see them mm -hmm. but but that person then is alone mm -hmm. and you know being my parents caretaker you know being there to the end it is uh like you said it's an honor it is it's one of the hardest things I've ever done. Oh my gosh, yeah. But would I do it differently? I don't think I would. Because mm -hmm. I know my parents' last days were the best days that they right. had. I mean, it was the best they could be, I guess I should right. say. Because, yeah, you redefine yeah. what's the best. The right best then. days. Yep. We laughed every day. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I mean, I always say I could be a stand-up comedian. Some we can hit the red all of were funnies. Yeah. yeah, some of the yeah. things that, that came out of their mouth. I wish I would have taken the time then to write down more right. of them. Right, But uh, there's a couple comedy routines I could stand up and do right now that are just... Well, I'm, I was cracking up listening to one of your podcasts about your mom. Your friend came on and said your mom would always say white cars. My mom said that same thing. Now, she doesn't go out and we don't drive around anymore. She can't. Yeah. But always, have you noticed how many white cars there is? Mm -hmm. And I could almost like guarantee, you know, five minutes into the car ride, she's going to say that. Right, time. right, right. Well, I always said white paint is on, is on sale. It's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, white paint's on sale. It, cheap White cars are cheaper because white paint's on sale. Right. Okay. Uh, and there's another white there car. Another and, one. Why are there white cars? You know, we just talk through it. What a time. gift you are to people who are whacking through the weeds of this now or you know, just starting it, I, that it's huge. Somebody told me in having a loved one with Alzheimer's, if you can look at being with them as improv, right? Like improv comedy. Yeah. Just let them direct it, let guide it. And once 
I really kind of understood that. I'm like, I t- yes, I totally get it. I'm just yeah. letting them be, meeting them where they are. Right. Absolutely. And that's hard. That that can be really hard. My dad really struggled with that. Mm-hmm. It is hard. Well, just like, like when you when I first started caring for my parents, I would get so frustrated with them. Oh. Yeah, and that oh. frustration because they were like they wanted to argue with me, and they're the parent, and and I you know you're trying to balance that line and being respectful, but they're but they cannot. There's no insight. No. So you have to just take that step back and be like, okay, so you know like. If I say, mom, go get dressed, she can't get dressed. She doesn't know what to do. She stands in the closet and stands there and doesn't know what she's doing. No. So so that's where you're 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 pulling things out and you're like, you feel like being sexy today? Are you gonna be, you know, <laughs> and you just start and Yeah, yeah. And so you just start making it kind of a fun game and just make it yeah. their their last days as fun and yeah. humorous as possible. Yep. And so I probably shouldn't admit this, but I'm going to. But I Every once in a while, I can just belch really loud. It's just, I don't know. Mark says, I think I married a guy sometimes. I don't do it often, but every once in a while. I'll... Uh-huh. And so if I did that, my mom would laugh her head off. So, so I would find... How comes the body water? <laughs> I can just, you know, burp, and it would make my mom laugh so I hard. love it. So I, you know, just the simple finding you can do. Right. I love that. So anyway, silly stuff. But I really did find with my mom, too, the more... Um, Simple, we kept her environment. So that's where my organizing gene really came out of just really trying to simplify her wardrobe and her jewelry because that caused so much stress or just the stuff around and making sure that we had things that made her so happy. You yeah, know, and for sure. weird, some strange things made her happy, but that was okay. Right. But just really crafting an environment that met her needs and, right. and where she was. And I enjoyed doing that for her. Yeah. So does your dad go visit her every day? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome. And she knows who everybody is still. She, there's times, yesterday she didn't say when I was leaving, she said, of course, you're my daughter. She knew there's other days, no, or I'm a sister or a cousin. I know, and, and you can tell the minute I walk in, all of us, that we're a heart person. Right. We're, uh, she, we know that we light up her heart. Right. She feels And that's, that is... Yeah. Good enough for me. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Alzheimer's is is very difficult, but there's also some beauty to mm-hmm. these moments. And if you're able to stop and just look at it um, in that way as a moment of joy yep. and times of joy, I think that that is really, yeah. really a gift. They can be very profound the things yes. that come out of their mouths. Last yes. week, my mom looked at me and said, I choose to be happy. I said, wow, you are the wisest woman I know. That's right. Yeah. Because you've got to choose that. And right. then, of course, in my head, I'm like, oh, did she say that because she's not happy and she's trying, you know, send me a message. No, <laughs> no. it's not that. It's like what it is. Yeah. But there's, she, she has said some really profound things. And, um, yeah, I just tuck those away. That's right. Good. Mm-hmm. Write them down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wish I would have wrote down more things, but yeah, I think that's a good thing. So, yeah, good. What else do you want to say about your mom? Oh, leave us with one last tidbit. That she, I, I love that her bravery. She has been so brave throughout all of this, and it's been hard. There's been really bleak moments and days, but she never lost her 
smile and her laugh and her spunkiness. And so that gives me hope. And in her honor, I will continue to be involved mm -hmm. in efforts and missions in eradicating this disease. Yeah. But I'm just so grateful she was my mom and that I had her the way she was as long as I did. Yeah. And that I could walk this journey with her. That's awesome. Love you. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Aww. Well, we could talk all day. I'm yeah, sure. we could. We could tell stories. <laughs> but I appreciate you being here today. Yeah. And um, hopefully you guys enjoy just understanding the world of living with someone or having someone that you love with Alzheimer's. And we'll look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Take care.